Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Dancing Holes in Her Shoes by Lisa Williams Klein. My mother used to tell that when I was born, she took one look at my face and declared, That's Mert. She thought I looked exactly like my father's mother, who I called Mamas Mert. I admit to being a little chagrined at that story because I always admired my independent and feisty maternal grandmother more than the timid and retiring Mamas Mert. When she was visiting one year, Mama Smirk confided in me that as a young girl at a barn dance, she once danced holes in her shoes. That surprised me because as an old lady, she seemed so reserved and shy. She was pretty much homebound too because she never learned to drive. She left the house once a week on Thursdays when a neighbor drove her to the grocery store and to get her hair done. The family story is that when my grandfather tried to teach her to drive, she drove the car straight into the carport post, was mortified, and never sat in the driver's seat again. She was a loving and generous person, though. Dad said one or more of his mother's relatives were always living with them. Dad told me also that he briefly had a baby sister, but she died when she was about a week old. She was what they used to call a blue baby, a baby with a heart defect. His mother had no crib for her and put the baby in a top drawer of a dresser to sleep. This story so fascinated me as a child, I wandered around my grandmother's house asking, Is this the dresser where the blue baby slept? My grandfather died of a heart attack when Dad was 16, and Mama Smirt lived with both her sons after that. Then, after my dad and mom married, she lived with her other son, my bachelor uncle, Reggie. She and Reggie used to spend most evenings rocking next to each other in the carport, chatting laconically. Mom and son both had a habit of shaking one foot while the other foot pushed against the ground, and they kept up a synchronous rhythm. Reggie, one of our family's best storytellers, loved to tell tales about his mother. One of his funniest stories about Mama Smurt involved her sly sense of humor. One day, the two of them went to Walmart in his two-seater Corvette. On the spur of the moment, they decided to buy a new trash can. Back out in the parking lot, they realized that the trash can would not fit in the Corvette. Mama Smurt gamely agreed to ride home with the trash can pulled down over her head. Reggie recalled that drivers in other lanes looked at him pretty funny when they saw him talking to a trash can. But Mama Smurt had her limits. Reggie loved to tell about a friend of his bringing over a six-pack of beer when they were working together to assemble a grandfather clock. Reggie and his friend each drank one, leaving the other four in the refrigerator. Three months later, on a hot afternoon, Reggie drank another of the beers. 
Mamas declared in a huff. Reggie, looks to me like you've been hitting on that beer mighty hard. Mama Smurt died young at only 69. She had had high blood pressure for many years and her heart just gave out. I realize now she had had quite a bit of sorrow in her life to lose a child and then her husband and then to send two sons off to war. But that was only part of her story. After her funeral, thirty relatives stuffed themselves into her tiny, lace-doily living room. I had loved her and steeled myself for an anguishing afternoon. But conversations soon grew lively, the men standing to compete in storytelling, not the women in my family back then, alas. Fortified by pound cake and coffee, my dad and Reggie were pretty much teetotalers, but the progeny of Mama's other siblings might have had additional fortification. The men went on for hours until our sides hurt from laughing and tears ran down our cheeks. It was a time I've remembered with joy for many years. I can just picture how my grandmother might have listened and laughed, her bony hands crossed over her stomach. She would have loved all that laughter in her honor. No, she wasn't outwardly independent or outspoken, admirable qualities to many, but now I realize that Mama Smirt was a truly loving soul, and I am proud to be from her family of storytellers. And yes, proud to be like her. Why, I've danced holes in my shoes at least once myself. Copyright 2022, Lisa Williams Klein. Lisa Williams Klein's essays and stories have appeared in Literary Mama, Skirt, Sassy, Carolina Woman, Moonshine Review, The Press 53 Awards Anthology, Idle Talk, and The Personal Story Publishing Projects, among others. She is the author of a short story collection called Take Me, Main Street Rag, as well as 10 novels for young readers. She lives in Davidson, North Carolina, with her husband, who is a retired veterinarian an attack cat who can open doors, and a sweet chihuahua who hardly ever barks. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.